my name is Portia Wilkinson. My name is Tracy Wilkinson. Now we're here talking about uh, the entrance into the parish walk, which Portia is going to be doing. Um, this is very much, Tracy, a family affair, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, my partner is um, doing the parish walk as well, so I'm his support vehicle, and Portia's doing it, but she's doing it for a nana, and uh, Granddad is being her support vehicle, and her grand, her, sorry, my granddaughter is being part of the crew as well. So Portia, we should give your daughter a little shout out here. <laughs> um, her name is Harley Rose Firkins. She's two years old and is just a typical child with the like you know with the tantrums but she loves being involved in everything. She loves being out. She hates staying in. <laughs> so what does she think about her mum doing the parish? Um, I'm hoping she would be proud of me, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be proud, yeah. So she's got her own little outfit, hasn't she? Yes, she has. She's got her own little high-vis jacket, so support crew for parish walk <laughs> that is so adorable and uh, obviously we, we've heard a bit about why you're doing the parish but yeah. just just tell us now then what what is it that has inspired you to do it this year um mainly because it's for the parkinson society it's to help obviously relate people that have parkinson's it gets them out it gets them to socialize with people um i don't think it's really recognized all that well either because i'm sure they said they've been doing it for a while and my nana didn't know about it for i think three four years or however long she's been there and she absolutely enjoyed it it was the best thing for her especially as she couldn't do so much herself um by going out and doing things so that actually got her out of the house and actually to socialize and enjoy it and it was to do with the same people that you know with the same problem with her so it wasn't so awkward to her for her to socialize so this is your mum, isn't yes. it? So tell us a little bit about her. Right, her name's Pamela Rose Farrow. Um, she had Parkinson's for 42 years. She was diagnosed back in 1980. Back then, very little was actually known about Parkinson's. So it was trial and error with all the different pills and potions. Um, and what is what the problem is with Parkinson's, your brain stops making dopamine which is what you need to help you um, fluid so you can actually move properly and you can breathe you can move you can touch you can do with Parkinson's you can't do two things at once you can only do one thing at once and my mum got the, the type of Parkinson's that made her like a statue you get them where it's shaky but if you touched my mum's hand you could feel her shaking inside so sorry I'm getting emotional now um, but uh, she was a fighter and they said we'll give you 25 years to live and she lasted 42. So we can't complain about that. She she really was a fighter. And she wouldn't have managed half of what she'd done without the love and support of my dad, Brian, who's Porsche's support car. Um, he basically gave up his life, really, didn't he, in the last yeah. couple of years. Detriment to his own health, she came first. So, But she was always falling over towards the end. And the, when she passed, she'd actually had a blood clot on her brain, which wouldn't dissolve. And um, it was just a case of palliative care, end-of-life care. And we had to fill up eight days, so we were happy to have a home for those t that time. And actually having a home for that time uh, gave you something of an insight, really, into yes. her life, didn't it? I know you were just telling me yeah. a minute ago, Tracy, just tell me a little bit about, about some of the moments you had with her and with oh, your gosh. dad as well. <laughs> well, my mum loved music, so he'd put all the music on from when they first met at the first dance hall that they they went to and he said do you remember when I came up and asked you if you wanted a drink and she's like oh yeah and then he ended up t taking a, a, a young lady with a pencil skirt on onto a matchless motorbike and he took her home <laughs> in the dark and there was no lights at that time because war was just about to happen so um, he, she said she said to me I'll never see him again 
Uh, it took him two hours the next day going up every day, every up and down every lane in Dagenham, because all lanes back then looked the same with no lights. It took him two hours and he found her, and that was it. End of story. They were together forever. Oh. So things like this, you sort of you learned about all of this yes. because you had those eight days with your yeah, mum before yeah. she passed away. And something else I found out: we used to live abroad in Saudi Arabia and Jordan, and she had to put up a lot because my dad's work came first. So there was many months where she didn't see him and they weren't together but she always stood by him if it was the right thing to do she had the last say but uh, I didn't realise she used to help um, the Palestinian refugees back then she used to knit um, babies hats and blankets for the babies um, and then she used to just try and used to make up clothes make clothes and send them off to the Palestinian refugees Gosh. and that was way back then that was about 19... 82, <laughs> yeah. So she'd not long been diagnosed with Parkinson's at that point. So I guess in some ways, this is this is kind of a message to all of us really, isn't it? In that, again, you learned this in the last eight days yes. of her life, but yeah. maybe we should all have more conversations with our family. Yes, we should, yes, we should. definitely. We do, don't we? We do. When Nana's passed away, we've, I think we've taken a life a little bit more seriously than what we had. We just kind of took it for granted in a way. We've had, obviously, me and my mum have had our ups and downs massively, but we've come through stronger. And I think also as well, since having my daughter, it's changed my life, it's changed me as a person. I used to be quite childish, I used to be quite immature. Since having her, I've grown up, I've seen things differently. And also, again, like, you know, losing Nana as well. It's it's definitely changed the person who I am today, 100%. Um, so that's why every now and again, if I'm not doing anything, I'll phone mum and I'll see what she's doing. Or sometimes I'll be like, right, if you're not doing anything, let's go down and see Grandad. Let's go and spend time with him, and like, so we can spend time with Harley. And you know, and, and if it's like an event or something that he can go to as well, you know, we'll invite him down there and just try and make as mem- much as memories as possible. And actually, you were saying that you had previously thought about maybe doing the parish, but do you think the, the events of this past sort of year have encouraged you more so to go for it? Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. Usually, it's like I'm always like one of those people where I'm like. You know, or I'll I'll do it, I'll do it, but then I'll duck out of it, and it's just like, you know, why why did I duck out of it? I kind of regret ducking out of it now. So that's why, since obviously what's happened, it's kind of pushed me more to actually do the parish this year. And that's why I contacted when I saw this thing happen. <laughs> so I thought this will give her all these incentives she needs. So I just thought it'd be an extra push, and it just it'd just be something special. It'd be for us to remember, mm. as well as as mm-hmm. little Harley, hopefully. Yeah. Because so. this is something really beautiful about this, because it's essentially four generations of women, isn't yes. it? And yep. this yes, is sort of is. all tying you together. Yes, yep. it is, definitely. I've got one picture of the four generations together, oh, and that was Holly's first birthday. And we all sat together, and it was a lovely picture. But yes, very much a four-generation thing. She'll very We've much be with us, won't she? We've got one when she was a newborn. Yeah. Um, I think she was only, like, maybe ten days old, not even that. Yeah, we've. I mean, we've made, we've made sure we take so many photos with her and her great nana because her great nana was, oh, she absolutely loved the bones of her. And every week we went down there. They were down there like even like two, three days a week, and she'd be like, oh, I've got this for Harley. Oh, I've got this for Harley. So she'd always have something new for her every time. But your nana's gonna be here. I've got her here in a necklace. I've got some of her ashes. Never comes off, so she will be with us on the day yeah. as well. I know it sounds silly, but it means a lot to me. Is there like a message you would want to give people based on what you've learned in the past 18 months, two years? Just don't take your family for granted. That's all I say. Just don't take them for granted. Um, 
actually spend time, make it, make the effort to even, even if it's just a message to say, are you okay? Or how are you doing? Uh, just come over for a cuppa, just anything. Just don't take anything for granted. Even if you have the biggest fallouts, make up and actually live your life with them. Don't take anything for granted. Life's too short for that. But like Portia said, just make every every day count. Mental health, but it it makes, I mean, my mental health has gone downhill. My mum's party just made me realise that grief hits you in so many different ways. If you're out there suffering with it, don't. Crews have been fantastic. Without them, I would never have survived. They've been brilliant. But again, like Portia said, make every day count, make every second count, and just be friends and life's too short. Life's too short to not do the parish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah technically. <laughs> <laughs>